Hey, let's talk to our buddy Murr from Impractical Jokers. He's got a book out. He's a horror fan. We've talked to him before in the past about a show and his love for everything horror. What's up, buddy? Hey, Murr. Hey, hey. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Well, man, a hit TV show had to be pretty cool. Movie was a hit. Had to be pretty cool. But now published author? That's got to make you feel really good. It's really cool. I tell you what. When the, you, ever, you remember uh, Back to the Future at the end? When, uh, you know, uh, Marty McFly Sr. or whatever, he gets the, the box of books from the publisher. He opens it up. Yes. It is a cool feeling, man. When you get the book and you look at it on a shelf, you're like, oh, my God, I made that. And it's, it's not cool. even scratch and sniff. It's not a scratch and sniff. It's not a Mad Libs. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were talking off the air, uh, Mer, when you were coming on. I was saying the Impractical Joker guys are kind of the smart um, – Smart guys. Remember the jackass guys who had the yeah. the show and then the movie? You guys did the same thing, but you're smart, make more money. And, and you're funny. And you're funny. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to say we're better looking. I mean, come on. Well, let's, well, not, that go that, too, no, yeah. let's not go that far, man. That <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Knoxville's a looker. Hey, so, I know. He's a handsome son of a gun. Yeah. You know, I was, I was uh, going to the Outer Banks and I was driving back. And I was in the hotel room with my kids and my wife, and we're watching Impractical Jokers. They have, like, marathons on. And I, yeah. I wanted to ask you something. I'm not going to act like I've seen every episode, but I've seen a lot of them. Have you guys ever been busted where you're playing a prank and someone knows it's you? Because I would think by now Everyone, everybody yeah, would know. Yeah. It, it happens all the time. And, uh, but, but, but we also get away with it a lot where people don't re- – they'll think we look familiar – but remember, they only see one of us. They don't see mm-hmm. all four of us together. Yeah. And they, they don't realize that they're talking to Sal, you know? And they're like, that guy looks familiar. Maybe he's my pharmacist at, at, at CVS or something. <laughs> you know? yeah. 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 Is that Murr or is that my butcher? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I often get confused for butchers. Well, <laughs> Murr, I'm a huge reader. I probably buy 40 to 50 books a year, and I'm into uh, thrillers, the spy and stuff. And this is a big publisher, a, too. A lot of cops. Yeah, HarperCollins, you got a great publishing deal here. So what's your uh, process like? We have a lot of authors on the show. Do you Did you write at the same time every day? Or what, what was your process for writing? Does it come, is it work for you, or does it come easy? I, I usually wait until the deadline's about to strike, and then I pull like four or five all-nighters in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have what you call a formal process. Okay. <laughs> Obliteration is the book, by the way, that you can pick yes. up from HarperCollins. Hey, with you with horror, because there's two thoughts of, of horror, and the thing that sets horror out from the other genres are if you do it well, people are going to remember it, and if it's bad, it goes in with everything else. Are you the type of person that thinks horror's got to be slasher, or are you more of a psychological thriller guy? Yeah, these are more psychological thrillers, I'd say. Yeah. They're more actually even action-adventure horror books, you know? Okay. Uh, I, I, I think every book needs like an a, several anchors things that stick with the reader after they close the book where they just those scenes you you remember i mean in, in the movie alien when the, the creature comes out of the guy's chest right there are just these iconic scenes that stick with you as a viewer or a reader and in every book i i i try to work in as many of those moments as i can almost like tv moments or movie moments you know that that sure you, you draw them in, and they will not be able to forget that those moments. And, it's, and the, the pace is so relentless in obliteration and in all our novels 
that uh, you just can't put it down. Now, Stephen King, of course, everyone's familiar with his horror work, but man, for my money, Dean Koontz has a lot of science fiction-y horror stuff. You a big Koontz fan? I, I was a huge oh. Koontz fan, and, uh, and probably him and I'd say... Um, uh, well, I was a huge, huge Tom Clancy fan too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and, and even like I, I grew up reading Jurassic Park and grew up reading Andromeda Strain. Uh, those are my favorite books too. But Coos uh, uh, is one of my favorite authors. Hey, do you put people you know in real life as characters like you have other <laughs> cast members are like the homeless guy who steps in dog poo or anything like that? I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I absolutely. I've written the guys into the books. I usually kill them all off. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, with uh, you know everybody in isolation, who would be the last cast member you'd want to be quarantined with? Oh, Sal! Oh my God, Sal! Okay. He, he, yeah, I, I would never want to be in quarantine with him. He'd probably be purelling me every day, <laughs> spraying me down as I walk around the house. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he'd be intolerable. Yeah, can, you know, when you guys were in town with your live show, you sold out. You sold out the venue. Yeah, the and, palace. And you have the movie out right now. Do you guys own the show, or does Turner own the show? Uh, of course. Well, Warner. Warner Media. Oh, Warner, yeah, yeah. yeah Warner yeah. Brothers owns, yeah. Uh, yeah, they own the show. We created the show. Uh, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. So if you garage. if you do something with the movie, do you have to give them a cut, or do you want to do it when you do the stage show? Do you have to give them a cut? They uh, they paid for the movie, so oh, okay, okay, I got you. I'm sure they get a cut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, got it. So what do you got going on now with the show? With the virus, are you guys filming? Have you stopped filming? Yeah, you you planning know, on new stuff? We it, it, it struck us that the guys and I we've been friends thirty years, right? This is the longest we haven't been together in decades. So we created a show called Impractical Joker's Dinner Party. We film it from our homes every week. It airs every Thursday night at 10 p.m. on True TV. And it's the four of us having dinner on Zoom together. And it is actually so much fun and so funny. Like we have, And we have special guests on the show, surprise guests. Yeah. Jeff Daniels on an episode. David Zucker's on an episode. Uh, there'll be some other big, big surprises. I don't want to reveal yet, but and, and it's just us having dinner together like we do normally when we're not on lockdown. You know, it's been uh, actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, listen, the book is uh, currently ava- uh, available right now. Obliteration. Boy, Murr, it's, uh, it's great to have you on. Good luck with the book. And we'll uh, hopefully see you back on the live stage here soon. Thanks, guys. And I look forward to coming back. All right. Take thanks. Care.